This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Wanted to remind you about a couple of things real quick. This weekend, Saturday in Arlington, will be the fan. I believe we're calling it the fan holiday party. Let's go. So get excited for that. One And also, 105.3thefan.com slash Sandlot. The auctions are now open for Jared Sandler's annual charitable event. I know it's not happening just yet, but... You can get your bidding started. That's where I won my autographed Undertaker hat last year. And that's what you use in the bedroom? Is that no. what we confirmed, Mike? Uh, no. Was that you haven't tried it yet? No. Still not? All right. Well, you still got time. It's, I mean, that's cool. It's in the privacy of your own home. Yeah, you don't have to talk about that you in public. You don't have to do it in it. public. Yeah. Okay. My God. Please save me here, Mickey. Right now, brought to you by Ford. Built for Texas. Built for you. It is Mickey Spagnola. Good morning, sir. I know I'm pretty versatile. Maybe I can help. <sighs> yeah, please. I just honestly, if nothing else, just having you bail me out of that conversation is is super helpful. Now, people get us back into it very quickly. Okay. Yeah, that's what she said. Is all right. Let's focus here, Mickey. I'm yeah. losing focus. Right. Is people ask us about this quite often. I know we've asked you about it, so please forgive me. What is the latest for James Washington? You know, I think there's a chance um Maybe tomorrow they get him going uh, on his 21-day uh, ramp-up period that, that they're allowed. Um, you know, the, the reason they didn't do it last week because they really didn't have a practice before the Thanksgiving Day game, so you would have basically wasted uh, a week of ramp-up. So I think, uh, I mean, he's ready to go. I mean, he was ready to go a week ago. Uh, and maybe even before that, they just wanted to time it right. So my thinking is there's a good chance that they get him going uh, on Wednesday. What is this is the, you, you've used the term mini buy before, right, Kevin? Yes. Like to describe kind of where the, is that's a, where we are. This is a great time of year for for the Cowboys. It feels like in that we asked Stephen yesterday about, you know, Zeke and the way he's running. He just looks a little fresher from, you know, his little break. Are the guys, is the GPS saying this mini buy is helping out? Well, we'll find out, right, when they get back and actually do something after the mini buy. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest benefit was this was a team that was struck by the flu bug uh, these yeah. last two games. Um, you know, the number of guys, I think there was three that didn't play on Thanksgiving because of it. And I would imagine there was a good half dozen that played through it. Uh, so the fact that they were able to get away, get away from everybody, right? Uh, I, I think that'll be the biggest benefit of this little uh, interlude here between Thanksgiving and then getting back into practice tomorrow. So I think that'll be the biggest benefit is those guys that have been ill uh, probably 
uh, you know, have a good chance of recovering by now. Where, when you look at the kind of the remainder of the season and the the snaps, where would you see Clark versus Barr in kind of where he fits, where Clark fits in with his defense? Yeah, I th- I I think they, you know, they keep playing them. I, I see no reason, you know, maybe they they share snaps uh, with Barr. I mean this um, this last game, I want to say he played over. Oh, I had it right here. Uh, he, he played over 50% of the plays wow. in that game and might have been closer to 60. Uh, so, yeah, uh, and he's played well, as a matter of fact. And, you know, and that you know, there's one thing to play, and then there's another thing to play well. Uh, I think he was, he was up at the top of, you know, the guys with, with tackles. So, uh, as a matter of fact, he was second with seven tackles. Six of those were solo and just one behind the leader, which was Van Der Esch, with eight. So that, that's being awfully uh, productive. Now, again, they used Parsons primarily as a, a defensive end in that game. Uh, so when they were in two linebackers, you know, Damone Clark was out there. Um, this guy's going to be a starter next year, okay? Just mark it down oh, right now. Okay. Face, Hold, on. Hold on. i got to mark it down. You said he couldn't. <laughs> I did Well, Actually, you might have a point. It was nothing against him, but I definitely did not think he was going to contribute this year. No, I yeah, I think most people that. thought that even when, you know, they said, well, you know, we're going to maybe by December, you know, this guy can play. And I was like, well, I don't know. After that surgery uh, and then having no off season, uh, all you were doing is rehabbing from March to, you know, through October. It's like, how's this guy going to play? But I think this uh, tells you something about him, uh, how hard he worked and rehabbed. But not only that, stayed up with things and in and, and learning the defense and, and what his responsibilities would be if they actually played him. Because if you remember, you know, when they first activated him for that first game, you know, it was going to be special teams. And then uh, Barr goes down and it's like, hey, big boy, you're in. You know, and I think it was like two minutes to go in the first half. Uh, and and he played well, and he's played well since. So uh, I think they've gotten a steal uh, in the fifth round with Damone Clark. Now, there's some non-surprising things in the Pro Bowl voting, like Micah Parsons leads the outside linebacker, Zach Martin leads all the guards. But Donovan Wilson, fourth among the strong safeties, I just wanted to take the opportunity to – you know, talk about him. We've brought him up some here and there, but man, there's not a game that goes by that you're not like, oh man, who just made that open field tackle? Yeah. It was Donovan Wilson. Yeah. Is what has he meant to the team? And do you think he looks like somebody who could be in the Pro Bowl? Um I don't know about the Pro Bowl because okay. normally here's how it works and yeah. we understand it. You gotta do it and then the next year they'll know who you are and do it again, right? And I'm not sure you know, he's that household names that guys would, uh, or fans even for that matter, would vote for. Uh, but I think he's been an integral part of this defense, um, not just, uh, you know, as, as a run-stopping safety too, right? A lot of safeties, you know, that that's usually, that's your second responsibility. Well, he's been pretty darn good at it. And I can take you back to this summer uh, when – you know, last year he played through uh, that sports hernia, 
uh, groin deal and, and then had the surgery after the season. And he spent the whole off season rehabbing uh, and then, you know, trying to get in shape for uh, the season. And he won the off season award uh, for the, the guy that did the best in improvements and just consistency on on working out. He he won the award. I don't know if you guys remember the they gave him this golden whistle that they put on a chain for him. And he was pretty proud of it too, by the sure. way. Sure. And so yeah, his preparation uh, I think you know led to what's going on, and he's been able to play right. He hasn't missed games like he's had two for yeah. the last two three years. So. Uh, yeah, I think he, he, he's been one of those unsung heroes on this defense. Has Dan Quinn mentioned that this is a revenge game for him since Matt Ryan <laughs> didn't win that season? I would imagine he would like to forget that. Um, probably uh, as 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 much as uh, Matt Ryan would like to forget it too, right? I bet Matt Ryan would like to forget a lot of things right about now. But well, I, I, maybe even the first half uh, last night. Yeah, no, for sure. I just, I, I get. Spent w- six years with the guy. No, you know, like I'm just kind of also that too. <laughs> I know why it doesn't happen, but I would just love it if Dan Quinn or whatever coach just came out and was like, "Yeah, it is," and I <laughs> yeah, hope we right? go in there and beat their ass into the ground. Like I think that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, and and I don't think you'll you'll get what you're hoping for, right? <laughs> you know, they're gonna say all the right things and. Um, he said, don't think, though, Corey, mm-hmm. so it could happen. Could yeah, happen. right? Yeah. No, I, I don't think you're going to get that out of him. I, like Crash sure. Davis to Nuke Lelouch. Yes. Don't right? think me. <laughs> Just throw. I, I, you know, and, and, and you know, in this day and age, you got to be so politically correct, right? Sure. Go, go ask the U.S. soccer team, right? Yeah, yeah. Not to true. digress or anything. Yeah, I was going to say, but the great thing about our culture is if you win the game, then everyone will let that go. And right. so, like, if he said that and then they went out and stomped them by 20 points, everyone would be like, oh, well, Dan Quinn was right all along. Maybe you just wait and say it afterwards. Yeah, that is a good Providing right. you did and you go, okay, take okay. that. All right. Now, here's what I just heard Mickey say, Corey. Tell me if this is what you heard. Hmm. He would like to wait until after the game. Then Dan Quinn goes out and he goes, huh, yeah, I wanted to whip their ass and you <laughs> saw what just happened. Yeah, that's fine. And I still don't think he'll do it, but that would be the best time to do it, right? Yes. No, yeah. absolutely. Now, also in the since we ran down a few of the names in the Pro Bowl voting, Trayvon Diggs, third in the cornerbacks, CeeDee Lamb, eighth in the wide receivers, Demarcus Lawrence, ninth in the defensive ends. Brett Maher. And, and yeah, I didn't see that. He feels like he should be number one. And Tony Pollard, tenth among the running backs. Do you feel like that's not the only thing that goes into it? But do you feel like that and Brett Maher, Maher is an accurate representation of some potential Pro Bowlers from this? Yeah, team? I think so. Those two guys. Uh, and, and I think especially Mar. I mean, what what have people been looking at? I I mean, I can't quote you suck ups. Uh, and he was the one that was in first, right? I believe that is correct. I mean, I, I can't quote you what he's done so far, but I thought you were I, calling us suck up, suck up. <laughs> I was like, what is, wow, Mickey coming at us. That's, yeah. that's the unfortunate last one of those unfortunate last names. Right? He picked up the Dan Quinn philosophy already. He's like, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Um, I was just trying to see where where he was, why everybody's so high on he, – he's 23 of 26 field goals. Yeah, but as long as only 54. 
Come on. I'm talking Brett about Maher has like, a man. He really he has more than 60, that. right? Yeah. yeah. And he had two of them by <laughs> Yes. Word. I'm still counting the first one. Okay, I think you should. I agree with much like Much like we couldn't convince the NFL to accept that research project about sacks being official official statistics, we'll count that as an official statistic. Well, after what I saw last night, that that sack count this year may go up. Yeah. Immeasurably. Yeah. It's at 45 right now, right? Yes. I bet after Sunday um, we're looking at 50 for sure. Wow. Don't you think? No, I— I get it. I was going to ask you for over-under. In my head, I'm like, could we get six or seven sacks in that game? And Well, let's set it at five. We'll okay. see w- where you guys go with it. Hey, Mickey, you want me to ask you a Mike Ask All the Football Questions question <laughs> to tease our next segment? <laughs> go ahead. These guys can't answer, but you can answer. Take out the Eagles game. What's the toughest game left for the Dallas Cowboys? Take out the Eagles. Yeah, because the Eagles, I know, is the toughest game on, on Christmas Eve. But, like, what do you think is the second toughest game left on the Cowboys' schedule? I would say having to play on a short week at Tennessee. It's a good answer. On the road. I mean, you're you're playing this game pretty well. On a, Mike asks all the football <laughs> questions. Because you know why? Mickey plays not to lose. Well, right. I mean, and they're, you know, they'll, they'll in, unless they – you know, fall apart here. Um, you know, they're seven and three right now. Um, so, uh, and they got a home game, and it's a home game on a short week, right? How do the Cowboys? You know, I, I guess they get a home game at Thanksgiving on a short week, but they had to play on the road. Somehow, Minnesota got to play at home and then at home again yeah. on Thanksgiving. What's your percentage? That the Cowboys are the division winners at the end of the year. Ooh, Ooh boy. Um, at this point, and I'd like to see what Philadelphia has left besides the Cowboys. Right. Um, but having said that, I think they got 75% chance to, to do that. Providing, you know, they got to win that game, right? right, right. Sure. That's, that's a must. Or else win. it's a 0% chance, yeah, probably. It, it's a must. But, you know, I mean, as, as, as much as it looked like um, Philadelphia just wiped out Green Bay, yeah, it was pretty close, right? Yeah. Um, and they gave up all those points, too. Um, so, and that was a Green Bay offense. Well, they scored 31 against the Cowboys, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be an anomaly well, Mick, this year. what I did is I just teased our next segment. That's you right. You answered my first football question. These guys respond next. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> See how I did that? That was excellent. Thank you very Thanks, much, Mickey. Mickey. All right, guys. Talk to you tomorrow. And, Joey, you know what to do. You heard Mike's tease. It's next He's right next. here in the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan, and it's time for Mike to ask all the football questions. All right, so I think you guys agreed with Mickey, but if you have another game that concerns you, tell me about it and why. The Cowboys, after that Philadelphia game, when you're looking at this schedule, what's the toughest game left for the Cowboys? Jags, easy. Actually, oh my gosh. no, I, I – I, the commanders game. I'm not. Gonna, I don't think that there's going to be really anything on the line at that point. I think the, for either the, team. Yeah, I think. Well, oh. I think you're kind of sitting there. Well, for maybe for the commanders, but I feel like you're kind of sitting there, and, and you're going to be out and out in front enough to say hmm. that you don't of have the to, Eagles. No, of the commanders, you might be behind the Eagles by one, Kevin, and you don't have a shot at it. Like the the, oh, the tiebreakers out of your hands and all those things. Huh. Now, now just remember this: if the Cowboys beat the Eagles. The Eagles already lost to Washington, so you would have a better division record. Yeah. Head to head, you'd be tied, and then the division record, as far as I remember, is the next tiebreaker. So yes, you would have the is. tiebreaker on Philadelphia in that situation. That's that's why I was intrigued by that. You need the Eagles to lose one time, one time. Yep. Besides the game that yeah, you're playing, yeah, and you got it to either the Giants, Bears, Giants again, Saints. Or the Titans. Yeah, that's not an easy schedule. All right. That is cupcake. He's a, big Justin wow. Fields. Yeah. He's a big Justin Fields. Not, not, not for the Bears, <laughs> but, I mean, that's three right. games against teams that already have seven I, wins. So. I agree with Mickey, and I think I agree with you guys. It's the Titans game on a short week at Tennessee that looks like a tough scheduled game do you want to know what's crazy this is how much the espn analytics love the cowboys did you know on the rest of their schedule they do not have a single game where an opponent has more than a 30 percent chance to win and that includes the eagles game wow i think the cowboys eagles game. cowboys will be really disappointing if they don't go undefeated the rest of the way that game i think is two teams that score 35 32 to 35 points in that game like i think that's just an absolute blast of a game where you're just like so that game is going to dominate all of Christmas Eve because it's yes. going to be 325. It's going to go three and a yep. half hours with the scoring. And yeah. you're going to be like, oh, man. With all that being said, right now today, what percentage do you give the Cowboys of winning this division? Billion. Um, <laughs> One out of 100. I will okay. put that. You all right. 28%. All right. I'll go, I'll go 22%. Just because I mean the Eagles, is it all it's the other right on the Eagles. Yeah. So you're going 72 yes. percent and 78 yes. percent Eagles. Yes. Yeah, it would be it would be it would be insane to to think that Washington can do it. But yeah, I think the Eagles just are in the best position right now. If Washington or the Giants win this division, something catastrophic I, has happened. I agree. If the Cowboys pull it off, will the Cowboys be the one seed with the bye? Yes. Because they have the tiebreaker on Minnesota. Yes. 
I believe Minnesota can lose one more game for sure. To whomst? To whomst? Let's go ahead and assign their loss to. I like I like assigning losses. The I, Jets. I'm curious about the Giants. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Mike White era is rocking and rolling. Is yeah, I just. You look at how close they played the Lions the first go-around, and I just wonder if Jets, Lions, Colts, Giants, Packers, back-to-back-to-back-to-back, to back to back to back, like if they'll get tripped up one spot along the, the way. The Jordan Love-led Packers. Okay. Oh. Late in the season, January 1st, he turns, you know, he's like, all right, this is my organization now. I'm going to go a little bit away from That'd the Cowboys, cool. but I'm going to bring it back to the Cowboys maybe with my next question. Tampa Bay is five and six. Atlanta is five and seven. I've kind of written off Atlanta all year, and I don't think they're going to play over 500, but that might not be bad enough to still lose the division. They might <laughs> yeah. win the division. Let me give you guys the schedule left for both teams. Atlanta still has a bye coming up, so they, they have played one more game. They're five and seven. Tampa is five and six. Their bye has already happened. Here's Tampa Bay's schedule. Just kind of put in your head, win-loss, to give me what their record's going to be at the end. They play New Orleans, at San Francisco, Cincinnati, at Arizona, Carolina, and last game of the year, at Atlanta. Oh, those, man. Those are their six games remaining. I have them at three and two going into Atlanta. I'm, I'm sorry, two and three going into Atlanta. Oh, so you have them at seven and nine? I have three straight losses, one against the Saints. I have them at eight and eight going into the Atlanta game. But either way, not an astonishing run right there. So seven and nine and eight and eight going into the final game at Atlanta. Okay, you ready for Atlanta's remaining schedule? Pittsburgh, at New Orleans, at Baltimore, Arizona, and Tampa Bay. I think they're seven and nine going into that game. I think they're three and two going into that game. Well, they need to be more than that. But I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. They only have five games left, so they three and one going three into and that one. Game. Wow! Yeah. So they'd be eight and eight. Yeah. So you have them. I at also have eight them winning the division. I bet against Derek, so I have that sitting on okay. my plate. I'm really hopeful on that one. But both of us seem to think that it could very, very so well come down to that looks last like game at Atlanta. Tampa at Atlanta could be who the Cowboys play in the first round. Dude, if you're putting be, it at 28, 22%, yeah. then that means you're going to probably be the first wildcard team, five seed, playing the somewhere nine and eight or eight and nine Tampa or Atlanta. And I would, I this sounds wild. No, it doesn't. I would much rather play the Falcons because I think they're good enough to beat the moderate teams, but I don't think they're there yet. I, th- I like Arthur Smith. I think he's a good coach. I don't think they're there yet. I think the Cowboys can roll through the Falcons pretty quickly and move on. Tampa, if they have any life in them, they always have some life. Yeah. But Kevin, I think everything you're hoping for is that you eliminate Tom Brady yes. before he even gets to the playoffs. And then he just crawls away from his career instead of gallops off into the sunset. Man, I got nervous the other day. Maybe it was yesterday. He was like, it's better to play in a football game and lose than not to play football at all. And I was like, oh, God, he's not going away, is he? But you're right. All logic in my head tells you Cowboys wild card on the road against Tampa. Cowboys win by 10. But then there's that part that's like, I don't know, man. Tom Brady, and he's going to bring up his old man strength, and he doesn't want to have to 
be stuck in regular people life. So I hope it is the Falcons. I think you will destroy them. Okay. Back to the Dallas Cowboys. You know, a lot of times we look at the draft, and I don't think we've looked a lot at the draft throughout this season with the Dallas Cowboys. I want you to individually grade. For the most part, the Cowboys were picking 24th in every round until you got to the fifth round where they had a zillion picks. But let's look at this Cowboys draft, and you give me a grade so far. Since we're through Thanksgiving, you've played 11 games you tell me the grade on first round pick, twenty fourth overall, Tyler Smith. A, I'll give him a B plus. Wow, hater. All right, so why do you hate Tyler Smith? I don't hate Tyler Smith at all. all you're right. just disappointed. Yeah, no, I'm, a B plus is a good grade. What has he done so wrong in your book? I, he has the penalties are still a little bit of an issue, or at least my nervousness about the specter of penalties if officials start focusing on him a little bit more because there are some moves that he makes that are dangerously close to getting us in trouble. But he's been excellent. So a B plus is a really good grade. So now Corey uh, rebuttal right there. Mm-hmm. Why has Tyler Smith gotten an A? Man, he's just so great. <laughs> <laughs> Can we play? I don't know if the mic pick off that noise is just my favorite noise. I, let me ask you this, Kevin. Since you, the penalties are a big problem for you. And like I said, the spectrum. Do you penalties. like Pinay Sewell? Yeah. Same number of penalties. So they're the same player. Well, like I said, the addition there is the specter of and penalties. And he's a rookie. And he's a rookie. So okay. is what a. What are you saying? Next player, Sam Williams, 24th pick in the second round. Uh, Corey, Kevin, what are your grades for Sam Williams so far? I will say B because I want to see him more. When he's on the field, it's like A+. But I will say B because I just want to see more of him. I will say B+. Because he's already showing. Because, like, you stagger these for lower expectations as you go through each round. And I think he's already made an impact. Is He already has three sacks as well as three fumbles forced or recovered. He's all He is making up for Randy Gregory. Like, we talked about Dorrance Armstrong. Dorrance Armstrong has surpassed Randy Gregory. And Sam Williams is looking like he could be that kind of Randy Gregory starter since Micah sets everything up amazing. Can I ask a football question here, Mike? Hurry up. Oh, my God. Do you know who's second on the team in penalties this year, Kevin? Who's that? Kelvin Joseph. We're not grading him. Do you know who's third? Not great. Dante Fowler. Do you know who's fourth? Peyton Hendershot, your favorite player of all time. He does commit too many penalties. Thank you, Mike. Agreed. First two picks, I think, are great picks for the Dallas Cowboys. Now we get to the third pick. Jalen Tolbert, F. F for you. It's an F. I got N.A. Which means an F. Not available. I just, don't have enough, I just don't have enough information I hear on you, him. but he's been healthy. He just hasn't been able yeah. to play good enough to play. I don't know why. On a team that's deficiency, we thought, was wide receiver. Until but, Noah Brown stepped up and said, I got this. Yeah. So you gave him not an A, and you gave him an F. Yeah, F. not an A. Thank you, Mike. All right. Next pick, fourth round pick, Ferguson. Ferguson, really. Just one person. He only See? drafted one tight end. Oh, wow. Wow. 
Why, why is round? Schultz still playing if uh, if Ferguson's that I mean, they did, they did franchise tag Man. him. Okay, Ferguson. I think Jake Ferguson has been a B minus. Okay. C minus. I'm running no, out of time no, here. Worse. Uh, the first fifth round pick is the dude. Is he from North Dakota? In a. He doesn't. He has shoulder really injury played. in camp. Uh, how about though the next two fifth round picks, Bland and uh, Clark? Is it Clark or yeah, uh, yeah? I those I, have been heck of yeah. picks in the fifth round. A minus. They've like yeah. Now the other fifth round pick is B Ridgeway, plus. who the Cowboys released, and he's doing B a really plus. good job. Yes, for he Washington. is. He power bombs somebody. I'll give a B plus to Bland and Clark. And then the sixth round pick is Harper. Did he even make the team linebacker? Have I forgotten yeah. about him? Is he on the team? Yeah, he's hanging around. Okay. But that's a heck of a draft real quick, guys. And your undrafted tight end is making an impact, this too. This has been a heck of yeah. a rookie class yeah. for the Dallas Cowboys. I get there's no Dak Prescott in it type of deal like quarterback, but good job, Dallas Cowboys. All right. My next question, and we might be out of time for this, I'll just pass it on to in Mike Likes It if we have t- uh, time because it's all hypotheticals on what the Rams do this offseason and how much you would give up for uh, Aaron Donald if he became available on the market. My last <laughs> yes, question, which we do have 30 seconds for, will Zach Wilson be a Jet next year? Yes. Yeah. You know, I don't think they're gonna. I don't think Mike White's that good, uh, and I also don't think that you give up on a quarterback that early. I know you're fascinated by how they repair that relationship, but I th- I think he'll still be there. We're the right. KNC masterpiece right here. On Mike asked all the, the football questions. You did an excellent job. Maybe we'll get more of those football questions in Mike likes it. Coming up well, next, it's time Mike likes it for that's fair. I did not mean that. I'm sorry, Mike. You do whatever the hell you want. Do I just cited Corey in that segment? Not me. I was doing so well. Coming up next, it's time for Gridiron Gravy. Even though he's gone, the Jags are still happy that Urban Meyer isn't around. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Fake. Mahomes a lot of time. Now over the middle. He's got his man. Kelsey at the 15. Gets a block inside the 5, and he's in. Touchdown, Kansas City. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. I'm glad that you played that clip. And, Corey, I'm going to start with you because we talked about this for just a hot second, is where Travis Kelsey fits in the hierarchy of all-time tight ends because he has checked. This is an amazing statistic to me. Travis Kelsey, now listen carefully and be prepared to have your mind blown. Lucky for your mind. Travis Kelsey has the most receiving yards in tight ends first 11 seasons in NFL history. But Travis Kelsey is only in his 10th season. What? And oh, Travis okay. Kelsey did not catch a single pass as a rookie. He's ahead of schedule then. So in 9 seasons, mm-hmm. he has more receiving yards than any tight end does in their first 11 seasons. So, with that in mind, and I know you were mentioning him yesterday as like your potential non-QB MVP, where do you think he fits in the all-time tight end hierarchy? Well, this is interesting because I'm trying to figure out he was with Smith for two years. And in those two years, I think maybe even more than that. Uh, yeah, he was with Smith for more than but his first 1,000-yard year he had Alex Smith as his quarterback. He's that was 2016. Yes. He has 1,100 yards and four touchdowns. Hmm. 
Only 85 receptions. I mean, 1,100 yards is still a lot. But only four touchdowns. Are you going to go after Alex Smith? Then in Alex Smith's worst year, oh, no. 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns. So they were able to obviously get to the end zone. <laughs> Why is that Alex Smith's worst year? Then, he, then, then Mike, <laughs> Mahomes' first year, 1,300 yards on 103 catches and 10 touchdowns. Bam. Okay, I'm not here to yeah. dispute that Patrick Holmes is better than Alex Smith. Like, that's just, I agree. But how much better? If it was Alex Smith versus Justin Herbert, different story. Alex, right, there. yeah. <laughs> Alex Smith has had a better. No, oh I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm um, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm then, kidding. Uh, that's the point that I'm trying to get to there, though, is thir- it's 1,000 yards every year since 2016. So, and, that's, and, and then on top of that, He's become a key target, 103, 97, 105, 92. Yeah. And he's on pace to get over 100 receptions this year, too. And he's already got 12 touchdowns. He is the focal point of the Kansas City Chiefs offense as a tight end right now. Do you think conventional wisdom is Tony Gonzalez and Rob Gronkowski are probably the best two tight ends of all time? Do you think Travis Kelsey will go down? Oh, in that group or better than that group? Um, like it hurt? <sighs> no. How many years Wait. left do you think Kelsey has? Five. Because I'm looking at, at yards right now, Kevin, and Gonzalez had 15,000. Okay. Witten, 13,000. Gates, 11. Sharp, 10. Kelsey, 9.9. So he's almost at 10,000 yards. Which and then Gronk, him, is, yeah. Gronk is at uh, 9,000 yards, too. But Gronk, you put him in that category because that dude won Super Bowl after Super Bowl. He scored you know, a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, lots I, of touchdowns. I do know Travis Kelsey already has more 100-yard receiving games for a tight end than anybody in history. So that's a nice start. Gates, 116 touchdowns. Gonzalez, 111. Gronk, 92. Travis Kelsey is currently at 69. Nice. You would think that would be Gronk. And let's say Kelsey has 12 this year. That's the most. So wow. let's say he averages 10. over the, how many years you say? Uh, five, five at five 10. years. So give me 50 more touchdowns. And that puts you over, that puts you over 116, right? Yes. He'll be the greatest tight end of ever. If, if he plays five more years and keeps up these types of numbers, he'll be the best ever. To you, do you believe that? I will believe that. Okay. I've watched his entire career too, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I watch a dude that yards after catch. You're just oh, like, yeah. whoa! He not only does he get the ball like Jason Witten. We got so used to Jason Witten would make a catch, and there were when he was younger, he would make catches on the run. Yeah, but Jason Witten would make a catch and then do what we've watched Ezekiel Elliott do yeah, the last yeah, couple yeah, months. Yeah. So I yeah, I think that I do think that Travis Kelsey can go down as the best ever to do it, <laughs> and maybe maybe that's this is. I wonder where the because there's not so many, but where does that time of, okay, these guys are better suited as receivers really than they are as this what used to be a tight end. It's 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 really, it's like such a great position to be able to, to not uh, mutilate, that's not the word I'm looking for, to manipulate defense. Yes. It's a great position to be able to Either really change. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it could. Yeah, go mutilate that defense. I think... You'll like this next story, Mike, because it has stuff that we'll both enjoy. Is Andrew Wingard the safety for the Jags after their win with the incredible two-point conversion over the Ravens? He said, quote, 
I'm so happy for Trevor because he had to deal with Urban Meyer last year. It's like he didn't even have a real rookie year, which is amazing. And then he added that that person said that they would die for Doug Peterson, said, I swear, I love the guy. And so... Is this because the ice cream... I, you know, I think it's just because he's not Urban Meyer. Mm. I think makes Doug Peterson look all the better. It's like if you've ever seen somebody in a rebound relationship where the last person they dated was a real scumbag. Mm-hmm. And then this person's like, they're solid, but they're like, oh, they're the best. And they're like, are they? Or is the last person you dated just so terrible that you reset your bar too low? The Urban Meyer's that bar. A couple things on that one. I agree that Urban Meyer's bar is that low. But, Kevin, if after every film session your coach is like, and don't forget, guys, I'm buying y'all ice cream. Yeah. You are you love that guy. What's your choice? What? Like, you get one ice cream item. Doesn't matter. No, I'm, but oh, I want to blizzard. Know. Give me a blizzard. After watching Michigan versus Ohio good, State, good I just couldn't believe Urban Meyer was on that broadcast. <laughs> yeah. Like, after everything he didn't accomplish and then everything he did accomplish at that bar – I was just like, wow, that was quick that he was just back on the on the tele. Hey, what do you think, Urban, of this Ohio State yeah. Michigan game? He's like, I don't know. Where's the bar at with the forty year old blonde? You mm-hmm. know, like I was like, man, that's not good analysis, but that's what you're going to go do. I really that. said that. I mean, but you know, he was thinking it from the two one four Super Bowl shouldn't be used for players unless it's quarterbacks. Gronk couldn't stay healthy. The, Gronk got famous because of Super Bowls. Like sure. he became a not only his wrestling, his WWF like premiere. Yeah, but like is he, he the was, most famous New England tight end. Is he? No. Who is? Oh, Aaron Hernandez. Because he's so hot. Said the girls that you're. I don't. That is murder people, and you're like anyway. I don't think allegedly. that's why. No, not allegedly. He oh, murdered yeah. people. But yeah, like Gronk became a bigger star. Because of the play, because he was in the national spotlight sure. every year. Now, potential issue for the 49ers going forward, depending on what you think about this player, is Kyle Shanahan. We told you about the injury to Elijah Mitchell. Kyle Shanahan said he's expected to be out six to eight weeks, which would, of course, most likely trickle into the playoffs. We go from that to the Saints. The Saints had the longest active streak without being shut out. They had gone 332 games without being shut out. And then they were. So that streak is a wrap. Every streak has to come to an end. That is usually true. Is Let's go to the Jets. Robert Sala said we're week to week on the quarterbacks. There's things we'd love to see Zach accomplish over the course of a quality reset. Wow. This is Mike White's opportunity. That doesn't change. Mike's got an opportunity to go stack another great day up this week. When we feel like Zach is ready to roll, he's going to roll. But did say that Mike White will once again be quarterback this week because, of course, he will. Mm -hmm. What a terrible decision that would be if you're like, well, you know. The guy that just won us that game and looked really good doing it, we should not play him this week. Exactly. And so they're not going to do that. How many more games since you asked about will he be on the team yeah. next year? Do you think Zach Wilson's going to start again at all this year? I don't because of Thursday night football. Look, I like Buffalo more than New England. So I think that Buffalo wins that game, pushes New England to 6-6. Six and six, But then New England starts winning some games. And I think New York versus New England is probably the last playoff spot. Okay. And yeah. I don't think all four are going to make it. I think three of the four. I think obviously Miami and Buffalo are in great shape. And then I think New England versus 
New York is going to be the last spot in the AFC playoffs. And because of that, I don't think they can play Zach Wilson the rest of the season, which means I think Zach Wilson's career is done in New York. I think Mike White gets hurt before the end of the season. Yeah, but then you go to the old Flacco man. He was an MVP first five weeks. That, yeah. He threw a lot of passing (laughs) yards, didn't he? Is good news, other good news for the Jets. The word going around is that the Kansas City Broncos game will thankfully be flexed out of the Sunday night football spot for week 14. Oh, now we don't get to watch Patrick Mahomes because of how crappy Russell Wilson is? That's true. But the Jets will be flexed in. The Jets have not played on Sunday night football in 11 years, and the word is their game against the Bills will be flexed into that spot because of how terrible Russell what Wilson is. did you just is. say? How many years? 11 years That's... since they've been on Sunday Night Football once. And they don't even have a case. Like, they can't go to the off, the front office and be like, hey, we got to be on Sunday Night Football. And yeah. the NFL office is just like, be better. Yeah. You, you stink. And they're like, hey, we're better now. And we benched our diva quarterback. And you're like, you know what? In. Have you seen the Broncos lately? They're like, God. you know what, valid point. You know what, that, you're right. That's the best case. It's either us or nothing. Yeah. And so. Never compare it to what you were. You compare it to what somebody else is that's bad. That's a good point. Did you see Sean McVay? I know we didn't get a chance to hit this yesterday. Did you see him almost get knocked unconscious yes. by one of his players Mike, have on you the seen this? It's a, it was a, he's a special teamer. He was a practice squad guy, I think, until like last week. Just level Sean McVay. Putting his helmet on, running out there, elbow helmet hits Sean McVay right in the mouth. Could have knocked teeth out, dude. You could see Sean McVay say, whoa, and then spin around, and one of his other coaches he had to He should have gone like, into protocol. Yeah, That's why sure. he's retiring after this season. <laughs> That's why? Well, he is because he traded all the picks, and they don't have any good assets, and they're not ready to compete anymore. So Sean McVay retires at the end of this season, then takes a year or two off, and then waits for the perfect opportunity to become the Dallas Cowboys' next head coach. Wow. Wow. That is an intriguing hypothesis, which is probably helped by the fact that they're probably going to have the worst record ever by a defending Super Bowl champion. And it goes to Detroit. Matthew Stafford, we're not sure when he's going to come back. And then he also announced that Allen Robinson needs a foot surgery and is out for the rest of the season. And I will let you get to your other question about another player they have who is hurt later in the show. For the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan, I'm really intrigued to see how this plays out. We want you to text in. We've talked a lot about the recruitment of Odell, but Cowboys fans, do you want the wide receiver here? 877-881-1053. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle. 
vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.